Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. So the date we're looking at this episode is the 22nd of October and in 1934 Charles Arthur Floyd, a notorious American bank robber, was shot dead by the B.O.I. The boy. The boy. boy. He's mad about the boy. Barrage of insects. (laughs) Barrage of insects? Why did he come suddenly think of (laughs) Board of Independence. Some boys? No, the the boy. The B.O.I. Why, what, mistaken identity? Uh, Innocent man gunned down with no... Innocent, notorious fake robber. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Tell us all about it. Uh... So the BOI. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean that bit actually. But anyway, carry on. BOI. The BOI. Bureau uh, of Investigation. <laughs> yes, the O stands for of. <laughs> of. Later they because they don't know how acronyms work. Yeah. So we're in we're yeah. in Ohio. Are we? Um, and it's the uh, the Bureau of Investigation. Later became the the FBOI. Yeah. 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 Okay. The Feds gunned him down. Uh, Couldn't they have said? Put your hands up and come out quietly. Well, that, that always I mean, works, doesn't it? <laughs> Every baddie ever. He wasn't just standing there. And Do you mind up. if there was a preamp? You come out uh, calm, quietly, and calmly, Charles. Yeah. Was he called the traditional Charles? response is, "You'll never get me alive, copper." Yeah, we're talking. This is 1934, so you'll remember from previous episodes. If you assuming you remember anything at all, let's not assume that. Let's not assume that. <laughs> I don't remember you. I don't remember us. I don't even remember me. 1934, so this is the golden age of the American bank robber. The yeah. You mean the 30s? The 30s, but 1934 particularly. I would say each decade has a uh, golden age of... A favourite crime. Nicking stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Now, for instance, mm. I don't know, te- tech kind of hacking or something. Yeah, cybercrime. Yeah. 30s was uh, I wasn't thinking of the 30s actually I was thinking of um, 70s being uh, plane hijacking 70s was hijacking yeah. yeah 80s was embassies embassies yeah yeah embassy sieges there's only so many embassies to go around I suppose that's why luckily the <laughs> 80s ended and what was the 90s uh, I don't think by the way this crime this is yeah. VHS copy by the way <laughs> yeah 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 this isn't Part video piracy yeah. this isn't an official uh, list but it basically kind of goes appears to go in de- in decades doesn't it yeah very much so not random at all maybe like there's some pattern here yeah so the 20s was uh, liquor I, guess. I was going to say Pro- that, that mm. prohibition kind of thing yeah. and then the 30s was basically ba- uh, bank rules right yeah, so he was a, a bank robber. Mm-hmm. Now, Charles Charles Arthur Floyd, you might know him better by his uh, epithet, Pretty Boy Floyd. He was one of those few people, in, we've talked about this before, but just briefly, the um, public enemy number one yes, title yes, was yes. put upon him after uh, Dillinger was public enemy number one when he was shot and killed by the yep. FBI. That title passed to Pretty Boy Floyd. Officially. Certificate in the post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Signed by the Queen. You may have already won a prize. Came through the post. <laughs> Does the other person have to be dead? Or well, yeah, you could they have said... be number one. No, could they have said, actually, do you know what? I'm, I don't know, retiring. 
Well, it could be captured. In that case, yeah, yeah. Captured. The only one was captured, who we've also talked about. Yes, we have, yeah. Remember him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Carpis, longest serving inmate at Alcatraz. Yes, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, therefore, he relinquished his crown th- at that moment. Yeah. So, pretty Was boy. he pretty? Well, I'm going to suggest... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that pre... I'm going to say the 50s, mm-hmm. most people were ugly. <laughs> 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 well, you don't look exactly like a basket of fruit yourself. Would you say the fifties? I might, I might update it to the sixties. Actually, so that all of a sudden everyone got beautiful in the sixties. What well, you're thinking I is mean, that, that that's not... old photos are quite grainy. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I mean, if you say, if you say it like that, then no, the most people, whatever you just said, because that's obviously not true, but. Have you seen people in the 70s? But anyway, um, most people were, in modern standards, were okay. not described as pretty, basically. Okay. Would you? You don't, you don't, you don't look at old, I don't know, no, I don't. photos and say, oh, have you, seen, have you seen her? It's like you never do that, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do. Fascinated by this. So in the 30s, that we've wondered. Woody, he was like a pin-up. Well, I'm, I'm guessing he was just less disfigured and scarred than other mobsters <laughs> yeah, around him. I think him. he was, wasn't he scarred with the wall. wall. Compared to all of the gangsters around him, he was prettier. Well, yeah, he was, exactly. a, he was a young man and he was not horribly disfigured. How old was he when he died? Um, he died at 30 years old. Oh, blimey. Poor so, bloke. A full career behind him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, so it would seem. He, um, so he was born in 1904, obviously, 30 mm, years before. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, people would later say that, oh, he was a product of the Depression, you know. Mm. But actually, he was a wrong from early days. So when he was 18, okay. uh, he stole $3.50. From post office, I mean, which is about this is about well, it's it's a pattern of behaviour that he mm. began. And three dollars, I would have thought, in the twenties is not a small amount of money. In it's today, not a huge amount of money. In today, that's about fifty dollars. Right. Okay. I mean, so it's not a lot. Anyway, no, it's not a lot. But it is significant because three years after that, uh, in nineteen twenty-five, he was arrested and sentenced to five years in prison for payroll robbery. Yeah, right. I mean, that's mm. more. I don't know whether he's five years in prison, but the, that's more significant. We had a three-year gap, though, of being <laughs> when he perfectly was nice. perfectly straight. And, <laughs> yeah. was, what happened after well, the first... We don't know. Yeah. He wasn't arrested and convicted in those <laughs> well, years. That's what I'm it didn't saying. mean he didn't commit so nothing. So he wasn't like... Uh, the first one, the $3 massive robbery, <laughs> what, what was the net result of that? Nothing. No, he wasn't uh, convicted. He was arrested. Oh, he was. He was right, okay. Right, 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 he was, but he wasn't... Uh, and told his mum when he was sent to bed without any tea. For, yeah, for three years. And he was good for three years. Or he got or, away with or it. Or he wasn't, yeah, he, yeah wasn't, he wasn't arrested. Okay. Yeah. Or he wasn't uh, convicted yeah. of anything. But he it may, doesn't mean he wasn't. No, because he may have been stealing payroll for three years and mm. got yeah. caught payroll. eventually. So payroll was cash. Payroll is cash, yeah. Mm. Cash with your hands, what a burden! I don't think I've ever had... I mean, mainly because I haven't lived in 30s America. But <laughs> have you ever had... And here's your yeah, totally. envelope with cash yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Denot- denoting what? A week's work? Yeah. 
or yeah, an, weeks an, an, weeks is your weeks. annual salary? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's where the phrase wage packet comes from. It was, well, I know that, but I'm not, I don't care well, about it. If you know called. that, then why? No, but I've never experienced a. I've had, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, mm. When I was are. 16, I got my weekly brown envelope. Yeah. I used to spend it, let's keep it in the envelope and open <laughs> the envelope to take money out. Take like money out of the envelope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that as well. Yeah. I mean, how does. I mean, surely it's. Was that from like a big company or whatever, or were we talking uh, like the paper shop? <laughs> paper the paper mill. Actually, come to think of it, I got my crisp five pounds from <laughs> the newsagents paper round. Yeah. But during the week, I would say, mm, "Can I have a Mars bar?" Or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then come Saturday, uh, they'd literally hand over twenty seven p or something because <laughs> you'd spent it all, spent it all it during yeah. the week. Yeah, oh, but the. Were, were you working for a big... That would have been my... Yeah, that would have been the earliest. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, this it? is a major company, so... It's not that long ago. It's no. not as if it's pretty boy B-O-I... <laughs> pretty boy B-O-I Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you used to get the little brown envelope and they'd have, like, your tally on the outside. Mm. done done yeah, six hours this week yeah. and you did that. Where did you get yours from? I remember, actually. Great, great <laughs> anecdote. <Yeah. laughs> but you have someone with... Yeah, yeah. You must have some idea. You didn't. You haven't had 900 jobs. I definitely jobs. had them for um, my paper rounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I had paper rounds. Paper rounds? And, yeah, I did three. Interesting. Oh, right. Now, I will tell you what they pay me, and you will tell me if this is a servant's wages. I got one penny per paper. <laughs> and your, your round was one paper. <laughs> it was one paper. No, I had 240 papers to deliver. It's a local... Wow. Like a, oh, it was a free... Free paper. £2.40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It was For eight absolutely. hours' work. <laughs> it was just the worst job in the entire... It was hard work, yeah. Um, because it was a local paper, or something? Yeah, it's a local free So every house. Yeah. Mm. So ultimately, you didn't actually go that far because you just went everywhere. Well, half, half the houses and then it was the walk to the park to dump them behind yeah, the bushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. No, yeah. mine was um mine wasn't that far, but it was just people who'd signed up to the news agents to have deliveries because obviously that's what people did in those days. Yeah. But the and mine was a set fiver <laughs> per week. It was so many way. papers and they were big newspapers because I had loads of classifieds and stuff. Yeah. And then I got another one doing the same route delivering leaflets and the leaflets paid more money but so it went to the I same the house I just, yeah mm. just delivered the leaflets because it was lighter <laughs> oh so you mean oh so you didn't do both I did do both initially <coughs> to get more money yeah I yep. just because I'd go into the same places so I just put one of each just... my paper included leaflets as well but what we had to do was insert the leaflets yeah, into the newspaper true. before we delivered them mm. which yeah. just took forever um, why did we get onto this? The pay, pay packet yeah. debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's face it. Even when you two in the god ninety <laughs> years ago, when you got pay packets, the it could have been abused then. Um, so oh, yeah. imagine how much oh, abuse yeah. it would have got in the thirties. Oh, we well, yeah, or twenties. Well, we in the twenties. Embezzling. He outright <clears throat> stole. Yeah, sure. <laughs> with a bag of oh, money. Oh, right, right, didn't, okay. Didn't, like, cipher a penny out. Oh, right, of sorry, yeah. It wasn't an accountant. <laughs> it wasn't a kind of embezzling accountant. He's <laughs> just stealing the whole payroll. He just grabbed a bag just of money. Just give me all those limits. Oh, right, okay, <laughs> fine. Give me a penny out of each envelope. <laughs> and then no one will know. <laughs> 
So he got five years in prison, but he served uh, three and a half and then got parole. I still think it's a bit much, but anyway. Right. Ultimately, they were on to, to the right person, eventually, I mean. So in the ensuing years, many years, he's committed more and more bankruptcies, becoming uh, more and more involved in the mm. Kansas City underworld, right. where he moved to. And somewhere around that time is when he got the, the, the nickname Pretty Boy. Uh, lots of different reasons about why that might be, but largely just because he was a young guy, and therefore... Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, he wasn't showing the weight of the world on his face at that point. Addled by time. Um, and also he would wear, uh, like, dress, shirt. Okay. I still argue, even though I don't know what he looks like, <laughs> I he, bet he wasn't that pretty. <laughs> he, uh, he worked on the oil fields, on the oil rigs. Yep. Um, and it's possible that because if he was young and dressing smart and yeah. going to work in the oil fields with all Everyone's, guys then yeah, yeah. he would be considered pretty boy he hated the nickname apparently oh okay he hated yeah. being called pretty boy which is normal I think that's another thing around the time everyone got a nickname around that time yeah. hated their nickname the nickname era so like um, uh, Babyface Nelson hated being called Babyface yeah yeah and um, Scarface Al Capone hated being called Scarface he wanted to be called Snorky what <laughs> Hey, Snorky. Because that was his choice, uh, probably. His choice was Snorky. He hated being called Scarface. We're going to call you Scarface. I want to be called Snorky. I mean, Snorky. right, so we're just looking at a picture of Charles. Charlie Chuck Floyd. I mean, yeah, he's not pretty. No, that's what I'm saying. But as, is that because it's a grainy old photo? No. I mean, I don't. we don't know if he's tall and I don't know broad and uh, whatever the that's not a uh, no oh have you seen him I mean it's not like he's a hideous hideous or anything yeah no he's no. just not particularly striking in any but way I reckon, kind of average I reckon you're yeah. right I reckon the it was largely because he he was he scrubbed up well yeah and I mean, was it, always like that yeah presumably. Again, again, you might not, by our observations of what, this photo, yeah, be the this one most, photo, this one photo, be the most <laughs> handsome, um, as illustrated. But it's um, by comparison, being a younger man in crisp clothes, he might be considered pretty. Right. Again, it's probably derogatory. It's like the rough, tough. Oh right, workers going. Oh, look at this. Really rosy cheeks, lofty, pretty, pretty, yeah, 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 <laughs> three foot yeah, high, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I can see he could be a bit of a dandy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's probably more for his attire, than yeah. his visage. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Take a look at this guy. Where'd you get the fancy threads, pretty boy? I heard he got um, another nickname. Obviously, his name's Charles, which another Charles. Charles, shortening Charles, of Charles Chuck. is Chuck. Well, he apparently was insulted by a man with a chocolate bar. And 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 beat him up, and then earned the, the nickname Chock. But how you insult someone with a chocolate bar? I have no he idea. Insulted someone with a chocolate bar, as in he used it as a weapon. No, the, the guy the insulted him a, with a chocolate bar. Assaulted him. <laughs> yeah. Insulted. I, I can imagine how you were in, assaulted by a chocolate bar. A man was attacked today with a Toblerone. One of the that only exist in airports. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, you could easily kill someone with a Toblerone. Oh yeah, yeah. A frozen airport. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi could kill you with a Toblerone. In its box. You could. Yeah. I reckon you could do that. You could beat someone to death with a Toblerone. I think you could. Yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> Sorry, what? I don't, I don't know if they had Toblerones in 1930. 
Hang on, no, don't look at me. I'm no one had, it's his bloody anecdote. No, chock. no one had been to Switzerland yeah, by then. Turner's chock. So a man who a man insulted him, yeah, with a chocolate bar. But that's as deep as the story Why goes. Insulted? insulted, yeah. Insulted him with a chocolate. So he was just standing out. The chocolate was <laughs> maybe. He's yeah. just holding a chocolate. Bar. The details of the story are unclear. Maybe he was holding some sort of confection. <laughs> <laughs> what chocolate would it would there have been in 1930? Um, Hershey. Her, yeah, I was going to say Hershey. Yeah. Hershey bar chocolate. I think there's quite a few. There's kind of more than you think. Thank you, Charlie, and hello again, everybody. Welcome to America's Top Ten. Chicka stick. Chicka stick. Chicka stick. Break me, share me. It's a uh, honeycomb. Honeycomb cane. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a big hunk. Basically, you, you could insult someone with yeah. one of those. Yeah, you're not yeah. one of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and holding it to the face. <laughs> the other good fact about um, English American chocolates is that a Mars is a Milky Way and a Milky Way is a Mars. What? You know a Milky Way? Yeah. Well, it's kind yeah. of a, a pointless, fluffy thing. Whippy, yeah. whippy fluff. That, that's a Mars bar. But the, the, the description is right. The, the name is wrong. Milky Way. Mars bar's not kind of Milky Way-ish, is it? <laughs> Milky Way-ish. <laughs> I'm getting... Uh, yeah, but you're, you're associating the brand with the snack. You're not... If I just said, here's a chocolate bar, what, and what do you think? You're not going to say, yes, Milky way <laughs> Yeah, but if you bite into what we call a Milky Way, yes. and that's... Fluff, yeah. fluff, yeah, light and fluffy you might yeah. think milky what you don't think is mm, nougat and caramel that's a bit milky Snickers has been around since the 1930s it wasn't introduced that. by Frank Mars yeah. well hang on it wasn't called that it was it what Snickers yeah well, in the US it was it's only in Britain it was called Mars uh, okay. mm. Boston baked beans Fifth Avenue that's still around today that's made by Hershey it's really? basically peanut butter sugar babies they're still going. Cinnamon Red Hots. I remember them. I used to eat those in the 90s. Heard of them. Payday, which is basically peanuts. That's Maybe that's what he robbed. Just robbed a van <laughs> full of chocolate bars. Oh, I thought you said payroll. He stole payday. <laughs> Maybe he was the candy bandit. <laughs> Three Musketeers, which is a Milky Way to us. Oh, hang on. It comes, it comes in different flavours, though. I think there was a... a Strawberry and a vanilla, and how dare it? Yes, vanilla, strawberry, and chucky. Maybe it was that, but sunny chocolate on the other. So, uh, yeah, our Milky Way is the Three Musketeers. Uh, right, okay. But they're Mar- what we call Mars, they call Milky Way. Yeah, I know, yeah. That is true. And then if we see Snickers, number 10, Snickers. Hello, my name's Mark Decano, and I host the Comedy in a Nutshell podcast, in which I talk with those in and around the comedy circuit, and most especially the comedians, about what comedy means to them. Simon Amstor plus Lena Dunham plus Mr Blobby. I thought that would be a good combo. Every gig you get is somebody else not getting a gig. I've had sometimes had people like pull out a notepad and I'd be like, oh no, no, thank you. You are a jester and you're here to bring light relief to people's lives. Somebody at the end was like, oh my God, she's dirty. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you very much. My boyfriend says he feels like he has to tread very carefully because he was like, I know that everything has the potential to become material. I can know give to people and they definitely in that moment are having a good time so if you want to know more about what comedy means to the people at its heart then hear it straight from the horse's mouth comedy in a nutshell wherever you get your podcasts welcome to fringe baby (laughs) 
so years of developing his role as a bank robber. Yes. Um, various years of not being caught. Well, uh, some of being caught. So he's got a few arrests um, at the end of the twenties and the start of the thirties. So he was arrested for suspicion of highway robbery. He had a few vacancy arrests. But he was arrested for murder, but not convicted. Right. Gosh. Okay. And then in 1930, he was arrested for a bank robbery in Sylvania, Ohio. It was a cold autumn morning in Sylvania. And he was convicted to serve 12 to 15 years, but he escaped. Wow. That what was crime. the um, town? Sylvania. Uh, Sylvania. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, all I think of is... <laughs> Sylvanian the family. family. <laughs> families Just think about the families that had to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> For instance, uh, little mice. And <laughs> little badger with a dress on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox, who's a school teacher, and uh, <laughs> the um, dog, who's a, a, a boy. <laughs> dog, who's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> dog all dressed up as a boy. Yeah, yeah, dog boy. You know, we know. Well. I mean, I, that's all I, that's all I think about. No, I'm talking about the families of the Sylvania. Families of Sylvania, yeah, yeah. Sylvania. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the dog boy that you made. The uh, he just passed rabbit. through, didn't he? <laughs> he was part. What? So he was just sort of Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the other ones. <sighs> the the um God. So, you know the rabbit who's a uh, drives a bus, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the cat who's uh, oh, oh yeah, you know the cat. Oh, I remember distinctly the uh, the cat who runs a flower stall. Actually, um, yeah, that, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's anyway. It's those I think about Terrible. what they went through. Yeah, quite right. <clears throat> One of them had to pick up his. Cart, it was on its side, <laughs> and we had to put it up on its wheels <laughs> again. There's some fruit all over the floor. Yep, yep. I think this is reached its limit. And then in 1931, Floyd definitely shot and killed a federal agent. Well, that's not good, is it? <laughs> no wonder the boy were after him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Despite bank robbery and murder that was mm. going on with him and his now gang. How big is his gang? Four or five at this point. Is that a gang? But they come and but go. It's a gang, isn't it? Yeah. They come and go. Yeah. I'll be off then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've just murdered. Most of these gangs, they kind of, they're all like vagrant types so they they'll freelance drift into town mm. and they'll hook oh, up with okay. the local yeah, yeah, talent yeah. kind of thing yeah so like fairly Boy nebulous Floyd was, groups of people aren't they Free Boy Floyd spent time with Bonnie and Clyde in their gang but then he right. would be in, in a gang of his own so because it's all looking after well as you say travelling around they're uh, travelling around and they're all out for themselves aren't they yes, of course these people are yeah. criminals as, as is always the case with criminals it always comes down to baddie's going to be bad it's going to be bad. Right, okay. But despite Batty being bad, uh, the general public, as they were with most of these people at the time, quite romanticised him and thought that... Uh, well, I don't think they did. They guy. they just read papers which did it for them, or told them that these yeah, but it's, romanticised... But if the newspaper's going, oh, Pretty Boy Floyd robs bank, mm. and then all the people were, good, stupid banks, uh, right. hoarding oh, okay. all the money while we're living on the breadline. Yeah, but there's... 
Well, why would they say that? Because, because they it's their money. The banks. Yeah, but it's their money that they they haven't got. Well, any no, money. because they're all getting foreclosed. <coughs> this is the 1930s. So no, one's, right. no one's got any money. It's, it's depression time, isn't it? Oh, okay. So they saw it as a, they hated like a building banks. with banks money. represent in. wealth and all these people yeah. robbing banks. Bonnie and Clyde, Dillinger, Pretty Boy Floyd. They're all seen as as um, a public sort of. Uh, not a public service, but they're sort of like champions of the little guy. Because the banks have all the money and the police are protecting the bank's money. So they're right, like, okay. they hate the police and they hate the banks. And they quite like the people who nick money from the banks. Yeah. And there was a, there was a, um, it was probably a myth, but allegedly he would rip up uh, mortgages. He'd go into the banks, rob the bank and then tear up mortgage statements, basically freeing people from having to repay their loans. I mean, <laughs> that seems a bit... Like, is that all it takes? At the time, yeah. <laughs> right, so you haven't got a mortgage. Well, hang on, it's just a bit of paper. Well, yeah, it was you a, have got it's a, a contract, is it? You're literally tearing up the contract. This is extraordinary. It's absolutely extraordinary. But if you ripped up your marriage certificate, mm-hmm. the aside from being a much happier man, <laughs> you'd, uh, you. you wouldn't be instantly divorced, would you? Well, if there's no record of that or marriage, only so you're, if you've got only tearing up your own copy, then it's meaningless. You just go and get another copy. Yeah. But if you've actually removed the registrar's note of oh, your yeah, marriage, yeah. then if there is any challenge to it, like you say, oh, I'm I'm off and I'm taking all my sure, stuff, yeah. yeah, then there's nothing to challenge that. You can't say, oh, but you're married. It's still a marriage contract. If you yeah. destroy the contract, then there's no evidence of the marriage taking place so right. it's still the same it's a bit of paper call it a marriage call it yeah. a mortgage so if you then go oh well I'm not paying my mortgage they'll just go you've got to you've got a mortgage yeah. well, I haven't uh, got where's a the evidence that I've got one yeah. yeah let's go before a judge God, with I'd the like. contract and you know, I haven't got one well there you go I'd like that to happen <laughs> you do, it doesn't matter to you two does it no no that no, great no. I, I I'm mortgage. I don't have a marriage in this in this uh, <laughs> setup, you're the banks and I'm the I'm the public <laughs> who hate you. <laughs> Quite right. Um, yeah. I mean, that might, like I say, that might not be true, but oh, it's like there's what? another. Since you press record, <laughs> start of this episode. But it, it might not be true, but it was the word of, of you know at the time where he would go in and go, yeah, he'd rip up ripped up. I mean, that's going to ingratiate you to yeah. to the the man. It's the one, I think that's one uh, that kind of thing was attributed again it's in, in popular mythology um, Babyface Nelson apparently when he robbed a bank he would make sure that anyone who was in the bank at the time got a receipt for their money so, yeah, right. so it was yeah, yeah, the yeah. bank's responsibility and they yeah, didn't lose yes them. right okay what a, what a great guy what a great bloke yeah but you know again don't know if it's true but it's certainly the story that would go around and, mm. and um because of things like this, uh, Floyd got the, the, the nickname in Oklahoma as mm-hmm. the, the Robin Hood of the Cookson Hills. Yes, of course, yeah. So let's talk about the Kansas City Massacre. Yes. So let's. there was a gunfight in 1933. Oh, yeah. So there was a gangster named uh, Frank Jelly Nash mm-hmm. who had been recovered after an escape and it was being returned to the um, pen. So he'd run away and they'd got him again? Yes, they'd, he'd been captured and he, would, he yep. was in uh, Kansas City being escorted back to prison. Cool. And there was a gang that may or may not have included Floyd, but mm-hmm. his name was heavily tied to it. It was led by a man named Vernon Miller um, and they decided that they were going to liberate Jelly Nash from the clutches of the law. Were they mates? They was mates, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Listen, Vern, 
I want Floyd in on this too. Him and Nash being such good friends. Let's go get Jelly. <laughs> Do we know why he was called Jelly? Sadly not. I'm no, taking really. a guess. Because <laughs> he was a big lad. Maybe. Because <laughs> um, he liked Jelly. Wobbled. No, because if it's America, so it would have been Jello. Oh, right. Uh, Jello. So, so what's, je- what's Jelly then? Jam. I think it's Jam, jam isn't it? Yeah. Jammy Frank. Jammy? Jammy. Lucky. Lucky? Is Jammy a phrase in America? Probably not. Yeah, he's a sticky, sticky man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so they they, were gonna liberate they escaped him. Well, they decided they were going to help him escape. Yeah. Bring a Nash into Union Station tomorrow morning at 7. Why don't you boys down and meet him? Now, unfortunately, it uh, didn't go as well as they might have. Okay. So, I mean, judging by the title of this uh, <laughs> the massacre, <laughs> Kansas City massacre, I'm assuming you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, what happened was that they, the 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 gang men, approached the car. They were noticed by the law. They basically they parked the car up and they were going to transfer him to the prison tr- to the train to the prison. Right. Yeah. Um, so they got to the train station, Jelly Nash in the car, the lawmen, the officers get out, and then they see the gangsters approaching, and obviously everyone starts pulling their guns out, and there's a big shootout. What kind of guns are they? Are they like... Um, Thompson's? Well, I was uh, going to say Bugsy Malone guns. <laughs> splurge guns. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, with bullets, but that that kind of disc of... Yeah, that's yeah, the Thompson. Tommy gun. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they were? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the era. Well, you're ta- you're, what you're talking probably is uh, revolvers. Oh, really? Slash possibly a Tommy gun or two. Or um, shotgun. Those oh, are right. the three. Mm-hmm. So are they three different era guns? So Tommy guns were kind of just came out after the First World War. So 20s. Right. So yeah, so it's that's sort of the 20s, but they're in the revolver and shotgun a fair bit earlier. It's ages earlier, yeah. yeah. Well, regardless of what, which weapon they were using, there was yes. a lot. There was lots of gunfire. Yeah, sure. The police chief and an FBI special agent were killed. Blimey. Yeah, and two Kansas City detectives were also killed. And I think a couple of the gunmen and Jelly Nash. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> the, whole the, point guy, of... the whole point of it, he was he was shot dead as well. Ironically, they should Without have even used... getting out of the car. They should have used uh, splurge guns. And, <laughs> yeah, ironically. So, yeah, he was... Then he, he just would have been jelly and ash and jelly and ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was... He, so everyone's... Or not everyone, one most the, people are dead. One of the gangsters accidentally shot him in the head while he was still sitting in the car. So he didn't even get out of the car. What? This is number one disaster. Yeah. Was he... I mean, how do you do that? How do you accidentally... Was well, he a long way just, away? Uh, just about... In dis- in <laughs> just shooting right, Yeah, okay. Right, <laughs> just ran at the car firing. No plan at all. No, at all. Um, He's in the car. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not shoot he is everyone. <laughs> shoot everyone apart from him. <laughs> oh, uh, I appear to have... <laughs> Chopped him in half. Yeah, exactly. Um, two policemen pretended they sat who were sat in the back seat with yep. Nash. They slumped forward and pretended they were dead yeah, yeah, yeah. and managed to survive by doing so. Basically, just because they ducked, sure, <laughs> they ducked yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. 
So after the failed attack, and again, we don't know if Floyd necessarily was involved, but sure. he, he was a legend leader of this game. The attack was led by Vernon Miller, like I said. Now, it obviously, because it went so bad, or possibly because it went so bad, he was later found dead yeah, uh, right. in Detroit, yeah. Michigan. So he was... Right, I mean, that's a quite a big coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was beaten that's and strangled. So... <laughs> Yeah, it may well be that uh, it might be a, a, you know lots of reasons why, but it's possible. It's <laughs> yeah, a, sure. It's part of the allegation is that you know it's because he was making a balls of leading. This again. escape went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon. Now Alvin Carpis. Oh yeah, bank robber. Yeah. He claimed that Pretty Boy Floyd had confessed that he had been involved in it, mm-hmm. but Floyd himself. Wrote a letter to um, Kansas City Police. They wrote a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> Sent them a postcard, basically uh, saying, "I want it known I did not participate in the massacre of officers at Kansas City." Yours, Charles Floyd. So, I mean, I he made a point of writing to say it was. Only, I can't, I'm an officer. I know nothing about it in the slightest. But I kind of believe that really, because you'd because he'd done loads of other mm. horrible things, mm. and you know, why why would you? Do a postcard to say, by the way. Yeah, why would you go that? to the effort of saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's only going to add to your notoriety, and certainly in the eyes of the law, you'd be considered more dangerous. They might be more hesitant to try and do. But I would, in meaning, I would believe that he wasn't there. He just yeah, exactly. To, but I mean, he, even I later know. on, um, and I, I, we started this with him being shot dead, so we know how it ends. <laughs> yes, but even then when he was being killed yeah. he said that it was nothing to do with it. right oh, okay so, so did this incident ultimately make uh, public enemy number one hence why they wanted to get him and gun, well, yeah, gun him mean, down again like all these an incident that he technically might not have been in it he might not have been in but don't forget he has already murdered other police beforehand so mm. it's not he's not absolved got form. <laughs> he's not really absolved Forgot about that. <laughs> even, even and also those uh, that three dollars yeah let's not yeah. forget that <laughs> <laughs> and that payroll and that's, we're going to let him off all the killing and the massacre and everything but for that yeah. and the three dollars and fifty cents <laughs> throw the book at him get the chair <laughs> yeah okay so it's 1934, which is um, a year after Kansas City Massacre, yep. when John Dillinger is uh, killed. Oh, yes. And so at that's that point, it, yeah. the, the BOI decide yeah. that now he, Floyd, is number public one. enemy number one. Yep. Public enemy junior, huh? Well, he'll show him. So Floyd and an accomplice named Machetti. Yep. Uh, had gone out of Buffalo, New York in October of 1934 um, but they were driving in a heavy fog and accidentally ran into a telephone pole <laughs> um, God, fogs were a whole another thing back then, weren't they? <laughs> fogs yeah, yeah. Um, Fogs ain't like they used to be No. So they didn't want to go into town obviously because they might be recognised so they had two ladies in their car and they sent them into town to get yep. help but two other guys driving by saw the car on the side of the road saw the two men the dapper dance two dressed mm. in smart suits and they went who are they? hang on a minute <laughs> what's going on here? hang on so they uh, contacted he looks quite pretty <laughs> he looks pretty <laughs> <laughs> that's style alright what's a nice guy like you doing in a place like this? Where are we anyway? They contacted the police 
Mm. And one John H. Fultz, chief of Wellsville, Ohio police, he took a couple of deputies and they went out to go and see what's what. Check it out. Mm-hmm. See if they'd stolen these suits. See if they'd stolen the suits, <laughs> stolen the car, gone for joyride, rammed it into a pond. Ricchetti ran into the woods straight away as soon as he saw them. Man, I'm getting out of here. Oh, yeah. um, Floyd drew his gun. Right. So there was a gunfight. The officers were wounded. Ricchetti was pursued and caught, but Floyd was on the run. So now they're mobilised and mm. chasing up. A big old the boy load of people are contacted. And they send off um, agents down. Floyd managed lots to... of them. Lots of them. Really? So there's yeah. loads of the boy. Loads of the local. Loads of the boy. Yep. Floyd hitchhiked <laughs> to uh, with his thumb out. Thumb out. A fancy man in a suit hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of nowhere in football. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take you, partner. <laughs> right. So he goes to uh, East Liverpool. Yep. To uh, He's got a, he had a friend there who ran a pool hall. Uh, so he went there, got a change of clothes, got some food. Mm-hmm. Now, a less fancy suit. Less fancy suit. So it's not really known exactly what happens next because obviously the only people who know who I mean, can say is had, had a game of pool. <laughs> Fancy a quick. Uh... <laughs> what we know is that when he left the pool hall, he basically ran into a group of police. Oh dear! Right. Coincidentally, pretty much. Yeah, they were basically were hanging around outside, and he just walked out. <laughs> like, ah! Apparently, okay. he attempted to run away. They yeah. ran after him, guns blazing. Wow. Well, it's not very clear exactly what happened next, no. but because. There is an argument that he he, he was he was shot while he was fleeing. He was mm. he may have been arrested. Yep. But basically, he got there was a, another gunfight and he was shot. So he might have been killed while in custody. Well, I would say in the eyes of the law, shooting dead supersedes being arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a uh, lawman, but uh, it, <laughs> Why? <laughs> so you're saying. If you die, you're no longer under arrest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would actually. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. people have given different accounts of what happened. All oh, of right. them in law enforcement. All of them, yeah. in some way, maybe trying to claim credit. Yes, of course. Yeah. What have you. As we, history is written by the victors, and yeah. they yeah. were it, weren't they? So what we, what we do know is that he was was shot twice apparently, and he said, "I'm done for. You've killed, you've shot me twice. You killed." <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you've shot me twice and killed me. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> you shot me in my stomach. <laughs> I'm going to die now, probably. It is possible, however, according to one person, um, while he was lying, dying on the ground. Yep. that um, Saying, telling everyone he's dying. Yeah. Um, and that he's been shot twice. I think he was really camping it up. I'm dead. I'm done for. I'm gone. Hold <laughs> me closer in. It's getting dark. <laughs> Did he put his, his wrist on his forehead? <laughs> Swooning from side to side. Tell Tony Tim I won't be coming home this Christmas. Yep. There's a guy named Purvis. Peter. Peter yeah. Purvis. That'll be him. So there was a blue Peter presents him present. Here's how we killed him earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so Melvin Purvis who is one of the FBI he's leading the FBI yep 
Uh, he was alleged to have ordered one of his agents to shoot him sure. while he was dying. On the floor, right, anyway. Yeah. That's what we're, they're there to do anyway, really, kind of, aren't they? That's what probably what their goal was. Yeah. I'm bad. don't know. I don't think they were expecting to lead him away in handcuffs. Well, they potentially weren't expecting to bump into him. No. Well, arguably, he was in handcuffs. Well, they handcuffed him while he was wounded. Ah, oh, right. So he was, right. he was arrested, even while wounded. Okay. So right, it's fine. possible he died from his wounds. It's possible that he was basically executed. We don't know for sure. And the really? FBI is never going to tell. No, so they're not. We don't know. So we do know that he, in that scene, yeah. amidst all the FBI and the police, the, the wounded gangster... Died. Knowing the FBI's website, the case is still open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, his body was taken and embalmed. Yep. Oh, and no. placed on public display. Hey. Oh God, was it? Yep. Where? How? How in, soon? Uh, Salisar, Oklahoma. The next day. How many days after it was it in the wax museum? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you that between twenty and forty thousand people attended his Bloody still hell. to this day the largest funeral held in Oklahoma history. Wow. And there, forty thousand people. Would he been? Would he have been? Meaning, you could have, you could see him on display, or do you just see well, him coffin? His, I mean, I, was, I don't know who was open casket, but it was, that was his funeral attendant. But wow. he was on display prior at the funeral home um, before he was sent to Oklahoma for burial. Oh wow! Blimey. So, what about my mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> Said one man. <laughs> <laughs> Pop Curl then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woody Guthrie. Yep. Who at one time was a suspect in the Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> he, uh, he wrote a protest song called Pretty Boy Floyd, supposedly going on about him being... Supporting uh, him. The Robin Hood of the... Yeah, right. Mm. Of the people. That was from 1939, and that has been covered then by other people. Right, okay. So it was only five years later, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loads of movies... Name one <laughs> that I've heard of. Well, there's the film Pretty Boy Floyd, 1960. No. <laughs> okay. There's A Bullet for Pretty Boy. Yeah, that kind of gives away the plot <laughs> in <There's>, the title. <laughs> and there's the film Dillinger, 73, which he is part of that storyline. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. um, the one you might be aware of, I think you know this one, Bruce, from 74, called The Story of Pretty Boy Floyd, where he was played by Martin Sheen. Have I seen this? Hopefully, allegedly. <laughs> I probably have. Um, there's right. a film about the Kansas City Massacre, which we talked about. Yes. Uh, which is separate. Yeah. Yep. Then there's the Vern Miller story, mm. who's the guy Seems who... A bit, what, like... He's the guy who led the Kansas City Massacre. Yeah, then so it's like um, Frasier to, yeah. <laughs> to the Kansas City Massacre's cheers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just right, so. yeah, okay. Why um, would you make him? It seems a bit... Well, I mean, to be fair, why would, why was Frasier a sitcom? And yet it was very good. So the fi a film was made about Vern Miller. Vern <laughs> Miller. Yeah. yeah. Scott Glenn was in that. Oh, yeah. Big star. Yeah. And in 2009, yep. the movie Public Enemies, Johnny Depp as John Dillinger and Christian Bale. I haven't seen that. Have you seen that? I've, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. It's Christian Bale as what? Historically terrible. But... <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, in that one, Pretty Boy Floyd is killed for Dillinger, which we know is not true. Because yeah, yeah. He inherited the public enemy. Who's Christian Bale? Um, Who does he play? He's the detective, I think, the FBI. <laughs> and then Channing Tatum plays um, Pretty Boy Floyd. He is mentioned in The Grapes of Wrath. Is he really? John Steinbeck. Oh. Yeah. 
He's referred to wow. many times. but and, and again, in that, he's allegedly driven to crime by the depression, but we know that it's not exactly the case. Um, and, you know, uh, the comic strip Dick Tracy? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character called Flattop Jones, <laughs> who in the comic strip is allegedly part of the Kansas City Massacre, and also he's supposed to be from the Crookston Hills. Right. And Pretty Boy was... Cooks. The Robin Hood of the Cooks and Hills. Oh, sorry, right. Yeah, so okay. he's, you know, he's got some inspiration. Sure, yeah. Cool. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening and we'll see you again on next date in our true crime diary. Hold up. 